In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. We have lots of ministries to avail ourselves of at St. Hagop Armenian Church. As you know, those who wish to serve can do so in so many different ways. You can join the parish council and help lead the church administratively. You can join the altar. Did you see those? The young altar is here today. It's so glad to have them. You can, oh, there's a young choir today too, relatively. Yeah? All right, very good. You can join the choir to serve. You can be a greeter or a lector, or even like Dr. George, who flew just yesterday, you can continue our mission in Armenia. There's so many different ways, and I really believe it's a calling of every single person in here to offer your gifts and serve back and give back to God uh, as you've been given. Well, today the Apostle James reminds us of a church ministry that is so basic and important that we tend to take it for granted and not even realize it's going on. And this great mission of the church we're called to participate in is to be a place of healing for one another. This mission, by the way, is as old as the church. Being an Orthodox church, maybe all churches are like this, sometimes we get very much caught up in what's the right thing to believe and the right rule or law to do. But St. John Chrysostom, way back in the fourth century beginning of our church, said this, the church is a hospital for souls, not a courtroom, a hospital for souls, he said. She does not condemn on behalf of sins, but she grants remission of sins and healing. And so today's passage from James reminds us also of who is on the staff of this hospital. I'm on staff, but so all of you are on staff in this hospital called St. Hagop every member of this church. He said, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. So today's sermon will be very practical. I like to do theology and get in the stratosphere, but today it's gonna to be very practical. And I wanna lay out just four ways that we accomplish our primary ministry of healing at St. Hogop because I've, as I've always told you, sometimes the deepest spiritual things are so basic that if you don't pay attention to them, you don't even know they're happening. Just like God is around you all the time, just like your life is around you all the time, so also is this healing ministry around us all the time. And here's how we do it, to encourage those who are doing it to keep going and to broaden this ministry to whoever feels called to it, because we all have a role and we have a part to play. So let's get to it. The first practical step to being a church of healing is communication. If you don't know that someone is hurting or sick, there goes the opportunity to try and do something about it with God's help. So we need people to help get the word, and we're good at this. We call family, we call friends, we call neighbors, we call deadhide when somebody is sick. And recently we've been, I guess, leveraging communication and technology to make sure that families and patients, that the 
their situation is communicated without overwhelming them with 100 calls or visits, you know, through, through text chains or, or Facebook or whatnot. And many of you, I must say, are great at getting this first step of getting the word out to all ages and stages. Zavart's on the phone to our Armenian-speaking people and talking to them and calling them to look up after them. And so many of you do this. That's the first step of ministering and showing our care is to, is to get the word out. Now, after you do that, there's as many ways to show our care as there are people in this church. Telephone calls, cards, meals that the Women's Guild has provided in many of you, flowers if you have that gift uh, from the altar and brought to people's house or hospital, uh, rides for caretakers and patients. I know that has happened as well. St. Hagop uh, is gifted in many ways, and we've done things over the years to minister to the people who need help. And I also uh, want to point out that at various times, the Women's Guild and the Parish Council and the Outreach Ministry of our church has made an organized effort at doing that. And I think we've, uh, we need to re restart that again and reinvigorate that ministry so that we can do it in an even more organized way. It is great work and ministry. Next, this is something that is starting to grow recently, but we've always had. When people are physically ill, St. Hogop can provide a network of healthcare advisors from within our community and without. We had a faith community nurse in this church, someone who was a nurse who felt called to offer those talents and come once a month to be at the church and see if people had needs. That was Nancy Poladian. If you know of a nurse who might be able to do that and be called, let us know. Dr. George, Dr. Hike, Dr. Michael, and many others of you have graciously offered consultation and advice such that we now have this growing network of Armenian doctors who can help provide a network to direct our faithful to the best care because it is confusing and it is hard work and hard to find good people always. And finally, and most importantly, the job that no one else can do that you and I were put here to do, of course, is that great power of common prayer. There is nothing more powerful than a church community united in prayer. And throughout the Bible, we're told again and again that God promises to hear the prayers of his faithful. And James reminds us that this power of prayer is not stuck in the past with superstar saints like Elijah, whose feast it is today, but it's available to the faithful today if we only do it and avail ourselves of it. And so that's why in your bulletin, there's a list of people to pray for. First, those living uh, in the prayers, but there's also prayers for those who have passed and for there's a lot to pray for for their souls and for um, healing and peace in their families. You know, that's there on purpose. I, as well, tend to take it for granted sometimes, but that is something to actively pray each Sunday in church uh, because prayer is powerful, and maybe you have experienced that yourself. Uh, if you have trouble experiencing that power of pra prayer, I hear you, and sometimes it's maybe just one of those things where you just have to experience uh, to really understand 
and I think that this church has experienced it in a great way with Hosmik Demergen and Araxi Dolgerov and Jack Tigranyan and Yeriskinana, and most powerfully, of course, with Arakishishan recently. Uh, it's a duty of us all to pray, but if you have actually felt that power in your life, it's also your joyful duty to share with others how that experience of God has practically manifested itself in your life. I have something to uh, share now, which just impromptu, uh, that I was surprised by God's grace yet again. Uh, as you know, Yeriskin Anna uh, was diagnosed with cancer about a year ago, and so uh, for a year she's been seeing her oncologist, uh, which is just across the street from us, and so for a year uh, we've grown closer together, and then just three weeks ago, I think, uh, Yeriskin Anna, uh, the doctor said, uh, uh, Anna, so where is your church? Because uh, he knew she went to church and I was a priest. And she said, yeah, across from Belcher. He's like, no way. He said, my mom goes to church at that church across from Belcher. So uh, Chao Luang's uh, son is uh, Yeniskin Anna's oncologist for the past year. And uh, that is a beautiful grace of God uh, that um, he brings us together uh, uh, in love. Uh, and it's a, it's a great grace, and it's part of this ministry of healing that is part of our church. Thank God. Praise God. So to review, the nuts and bolts of our healing ministry at St. Hagop begins with compassionate communication for those in need, which then allows parishioners and pastor to offer our care in various ways, and then if needed, we have this network of healthcare providers to consult and advise, and then most importantly, from beginning to end, we rely on the power of prayer. And in this way, St. Hagop fulfills this oldest calling of being a hospital for souls, which is a God-pleasing vocation. The Apostle Paul put it in one sentence, which I love, carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. May we resolve today to strengthen this ministry of healing and continue to love and to heal in the name of our Lord, which is our salvation now and always and unto the ages of ages.